0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to On the Come Up with KG. And today we have a special guest, Willie Nova. And I'm gonna let him go ahead and introduce himself.
1: Hi, I'm Willie Nova, also awesome, as Will Griffin, is my full name. I'm okay with the government as well. When I go to Grambling State University. I also compose music, uh, rap, and I sample, produce.
0: Okay. Sorry, I did not know your last name was Griffin. Yeah, it is. My last <laughs> name is Griffin.
1: <laughs> I mean, I knew your name was KG. But
0: damn yeah, G is Griffin. Wow. But, okay, so I like to tell the audience a little bit about how we know each other so they get the feel. So, he went to Grambling. Y'all know I went to Grambling State. We met through some mutual friends. Um, Will does music. That's what we're going to talk about today. And so, that's kind of how we met each other. But, I haven't seen you in... <laughs> yeah, yeah I like, can it might have been like two years. i would might say, at at least two years. At the most, at the most? At the I would say at the least. At the least. <laughs> but um, yeah, I haven't seen him in two years. So what
1: what's life been like for you lately? Life has been a roller coaster, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, a lot, a, a lot of good though. I can't I can't really complain too much. I'm very gracious of all the positive that has come between the time. Um, one thing for sure, it's been a lot. A lot of new experiences.
0: Mhm.
1: Um, I played Five Bay Sigma. That was new. Congratulations. Um, thank you on that. That was that was like a little sliver, little side cameo of life that just yeah, like in between the mix. But uh, music going up. Um, a lot of just new, new, new environments I've been been acquainted with. New people, new connections. Just a lot.
0: Okay, so you're you're still in school. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, how old are you? I'm twenty three. Twenty three. And you're still in school. What do you want to school for? Mass communication, minor and engineering technology. Okay. And so you do music, uh obviously. Mm-hmm. You do music and you do really good music. So right. at this point, what is your um motivation to finish school? You know, some people are like, Okay, I see I'm getting a little traction, mm-hmm. F school, we going full fledged, but why is it important for you to stay down and finish
1: school? I mean, I originally went to school, like, already with a fixated mindset that I was going to finish. Mm-hmm. It was like, it really, it didn't matter what I was doing. I could be, shooting, like, driving boats. I'd still be finishing school. Like, that was that was always the, the goal. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I just like to check all my boxes in life before I leave. Shit, sure. without well, school, I wouldn't well, have had the opportunity to meet people I met to make the music I make today. That's like, very true. And all honestly, like, it was a blessing still. Like I, I use every opportunity as a, a multifaceted way. So school, like, definitely helped me in a lot of ways that it did just give me education I you needed. Know, yeah, ironically. But,
0: yeah. yeah, I think especially with Grambling because I know that community. Um, you, James. It's like a tight knit community. A very tight-knit community. Very much so. Like, it's very tight-knit. It's one of those if you know, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you know if you gain, you gain. If you not, sucks. But really but yeah, it's a very tight-knit community. And I remember like all you guys would just be working on music twenty-four yeah. seven. Like the only time I would catch James, James is like one of my best friends. Is if I came to his house and sat in the studio yeah. with all the dudes, all the guys. So, that's interesting. And then I know, um, I see that you were in the Army, you were in the military?
1: Yeah, I was in the military. I joined the military back in 2018. This is before I even got to college. So, I went to basic training the semester that everybody's freshman semester was. I like, I came in the semester afterwards. It was like spring instead of the fall. So, you yeah, know, that happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was how I got into school, though. Like, okay. I had to pay for school, so.
0: Okay, I was gonna ask, like, what motivated you to go to that?
1: Only motivation was to pay for school. Okay. I'm not the most patriotic individual. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? I had to do what I had to do. I sacrificed
0: it. Any um, lasting lessons from being in the military?
1: Absolutely. I learned a lot from the military. Uh, That's one thing about me. I'm I'm going to make the best out of every situation, Uh regardless. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, like, I I ain't gonna lie, it was definitely a lot, though. There's a lot, a lot to unpack from from my experience, but uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I was an aircraft maintainer, uh, hydraulics, so I did a lot with the flight line. I, I worked on the flight line. Without without my crew, planes was not getting there. Yeah. Air you know what I'm saying? But I did, I did. Definitely a lot of takeaways from that, other than just like my job component, like professionalism, discipline. Yeah, like taking yeah. care of business, just just being on top of the game
0: being about okay and so i know you said you just crossed sigma what how did that come about because i know you had you were building a following on tiktok mm-hmm. and i know you got some some a very strong support base on tiktok so congratulations yeah, for that you. and um so i know you when you do stuff like that it kind of causes you to stray away from the internet for a little while
1: yeah
0: was were you concerned about that at all
1: um i didn't have a choice so it didn't matter uh, <laughs> yeah but were you concerned like that hey, I, I, was, I wasn't really like concerned just because I've like I like I try to tell you people for all the time like, I'm okay with like the like the obstacles like those it's like it's just an opportunity to overcome uh-huh. like, as far as like not being able to uh heavily promote myself at the time period where I couldn't be on the internet um ironically my music was doubled yeah, <laughs> like I think I hit it so hard last year. Like, um, I dropped three projects last year that were solo, not including the ones where I did with, with other people. Mm-hmm. So, because of all that, that access traffic, um, it, it probably helped that people had more time to get into it with me being gone. And yeah, I, I think that would really blew my music up. Like, honestly, uh, shoot, my mm-hmm. monthly listeners doubled. The month of like january to now it was like fifty thousand. i was like 100 like 11k like but this is like all for me not dropping i didn't yeah. drop any music this year at all I, I dropped features as a collaborative with other artists mm. but still that's like a straightaway for me just uploading music myself you know what i'm saying and doing doing it on my own so i mean all it's all for a good purpose yeah
0: when did you when did you start
1: making music? I started making music back in 2020.
0: Oh, so you're new yeah. and you're already seeing this much progress.
1: Uh, Look at you! Yeah, I'm a headstrong individual. Like when it comes to like passion, crafts, or just anything artistically, like or like not even artistically, just anything I do, I like to. I'm fully endowed. Like oh. I don't know. I feel like that just helped me propel faster. Like and I'm a hyper. Like I'm a hyper. Like hyper fixated on like self-improvement yeah. all the time like so like it just helps with like just gradually getting better like I, I i study my uh my analytics and i go back and I, I take my time to really like look at what i got going on so i can make more progress i'm a, I'm a progress junkie right <laughs> see what works what's not working yeah, like literally like
0: i'm obsessed with it <laughs> I, I i'm the same way when, when's your birthday may twenty first. so you're a um... Oh! Everybody's scared. Everybody's scared of Gemini. Everybody's
1: right? scared, <laughs> everybody scared
0: of Gemini. Scared, scared of you? No, I'm kidding. But um. Oh, no, you're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the button. I'm
1: fine with this. It's, 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 hey, it's, it's,
0: a life, this, it's a life. It's a lifestyle, right? It's a lifestyle. No, um, I don't know. I'm not too heavy in the astrology stuff, y'all. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a woman woman of god but one thing that people say is a recurrent theme with virgos that's my sign is that we're perfectionists Mm -hmm. and i i don't know if it's a virgo thing but like it's a me thing i can say that yeah yeah, i'm definitely i'm the same way but when so when you started making music in 2020 was that with james or no
1: no? i started making music on my own literally in like during the pandemic okay too. <laughs> I was bored. Um quite frankly, it wasn't really much to do. Uh, I was really trying to just to just do anything. I was really like as far as music, I'm not going to say it was completely unfamiliar to me altogether. Like I used to freestyle a lot. Okay. I used to you know what I'm saying? But as far as recording myself I thought it was corny and shit. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, because I just the whole notion of a rapper, like just being a rapper, like it's so so heavily stigmatized, it's like I do you, oh, you're a rapper yeah, now. Like everybody wants yeah, to be, I, be a rapper. So I, just, I get
0: the same thing with the podcast. Yeah, everybody just, wants a podcast. Like, yeah. Everybody not you, though. And everybody ain't me. So. Exactly.
1: Would you figure out how to individualize and, 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 and make your own mark on it yourself, so that's when people can start seeing it but the true part of it. And that's what like I feel like over time, I was able to allow that to be my driving point. Mm-hmm. That's because people mess with the music even when it was, like, just first. Like, I started making music in 2020 slowly accumulating my own, like, artillery, like, all my stuff. Like, I didn't go to studios. I didn't spend money mm-hmm. on studio time. I just bought it. like bought materials and just slowly accumulated more and and, and trained myself to learn how to do it on my own. Um, that way, I didn't need it. Because one thing is comfortable. Like, it was, it was easy for me to do that. I didn't have to worry about learning and and tripping and falling and getting back up while somebody was watching. Yeah. I I I wasn't going to be with nobody anyway. COVID was ridiculous at the time. So, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But it definitely allowed me to do something. Like, generally, like, I didn't have shit to do. (laughs) Like, you literally, I, I went outside a lot. I probably... Probably did a lot of fishing. <laughs> like, I used to go kicking with my dad, and my little brother. We we would go outside, to play basketball, like, or we'd just argue about shit like random ass shit. Yeah, the <laughs> family, bro. Debates. Like literally, because oh my god, pandemic. You really it, was learned, you learned, it was a time. It was a time to be alive, bro. You really learned your family day, like <laughs> 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 how you really coexist with the like, Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, bro. very true. I had to find like. I think everybody was going through like an awakening during that period for sure so like I had to find a way to express um, Music was always something that I had attached to The way I felt from the beginning of time like music was always very close to me So it never really was like confusing that I would begin to do it It's just I didn't see myself Stepping out of my shell like the way I did and Doing it with so much courage over like this short term of three years. Uh-huh. Because I mean, shoot. I got over a hundred plus songs out, like with like a thousand releases. It's <laughs> like I was just working, like doing a whole bunch, honestly, but people would eat it up though. I just never really like as far as putting it out there for people to consume, that was always my part that I feel like I had to do. Uh-huh. It wasn't really about me like, hey, go mess with my music because I never cared if people listen. You know what I'm saying? I just put it out there so that people who actually enjoyed it, they could. I feel like that separated the people from who actually were fans and who really weren't. So whoever actually messed with it, they would be doing it on their own volition. Yeah, like Everything happened off the grid. <laughs> That's yeah. the grand scream of just Willanova and the stardom and success as to this very point right now. Everybody buys into the stock. That's what I view myself as. Not even myself, but like the entity that I created through the music, which is Willanova. Like you being you not you might not, not just a fan but like you could be a fan but it's like you're part of the team when you yeah. support like you know what I'm saying because I everything with me is a a, a, a genuine genuine interaction like, as far as if you were to show love to me I'm gonna show it back you know for sure so yeah that's that's a lot of really represents and from the beginning of 2020 that's that's how it really accumulated like really people would I think I started like posting on my story just a little bit, but like not even really trying to show anybody for real. Like I was just, like, if they mess it, they mess it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't really care. I really started making music out of boredom. I swear to God, this is not a joke. Like I made it out of boredom and on top of that, I was making music that I felt like people weren't making. Like I'm trying to make music that that I wanted to listen to. Um, that's why I'm like I'm the biggest fan. Yeah. I play my own music. Yeah. Artists, artists be like they don't, they, don't, they don't play their own music because it's like I don't know I don't know how they feel about it. they make it for other people no, I'll make music for me right make it for me yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I think mean-
0: that's what separates I think that's a very important point whenever somebody asks me about the creative aspect of things or just like doing something um, when it comes to creativity I think the big the biggest takeaway is detaching yourself from any type of outcome. Like, mm-hmm. don't attach yourself to the thing, the money, the numbers. It's you doing something because you genuinely love to do it. And you, you feel like you're good at it. And you put it out into the world for other people to relate to you or to, right. to you know, join in on that feeling. But when you're so focused on like, okay, I need to do this because I need to make money. I need to get some clout. Exactly. I need to say, that's where you crash. That's where the crash comes from. When you're doing everything with pure intent and you're doing it because you love to do it and you know God instilled this gift into you mm-hmm. to put out into the world, everything else is going to provide itself. I say that all the time. Why um, I feel like our podcast did so well so soon is because I did it without the intention of blowing up or going viral. See, that's why we fell a, in the line. Yeah, exactly, it, it, exactly. Everything works how it works for me. Exactly. It's it wasn't smart. because, oh, I'm going to get money if I post something I'm going to go viral. It's because I wanted to do it. And mm-hmm. that's just how it played out. So I love that.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like that's that's the driving force for everything that I do in life. Like I view my artist career as something that changed me all the time. It has matured me mentally, literally. It taught me so much just by being an artist. Mm-hmm. Like, just by being an artist, I learned to allow life to come to me the way it's supposed to, not, not forced to anyway. Right. Like, everything that has been achieved is just literally uh, falling into my purpose, literally. Yep. And I could say for sure, like I agree with you one hundred percent. Like that's how people burn out chasing the wrong things, mm-hmm. going for the wrong things. And all honesty, like I wouldn't be able to do it without being genuine. Hey. I I literally don't think I would thrive you literally be here and gone tomorrow
0: exactly it, it doesn't work i always say that it doesn't work if you're not okay spiritually mentally and you have your focus on the wrong thing it, it won't work
1: right like i know <laughs> i know so many people doing it for the wrong reasons and they can't get anywhere and i'm like you, that's you'll, why you'll never understand yeah yeah your heart ain't in the right place yeah you, you could be trying to flip over bro yeah exactly <laughs> it, it ain't got nothing to do with with how you feel for real if you don't really like it like you it's know, not gonna work
0: exactly and that's why i'm saying like everybody is trying to do what everybody else is doing okay. oh this person is successful doing this so let me do it but you don't like to do it right so why are you doing it <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like do what works for you and even like you said even if what works for you is flipping burgers somehow some way it's gonna work like yeah, literally you might go viral on tiktok flipping burgers and have your own restaurant you know what I'm saying, but like you gotta be committed to your your lifestyle, your your path, your journey, and not get distracted by what's going on in this person' lane. Because now we're crashing,
1: right? That's 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 the, that's the big coincidence of life. I think like people people are so fixated on image and, mm-hmm. and what what is to be portrayed as popular or the status quo or just or success. So like, yeah, like people are attached to that. Too heavily. So that's the time. Mm-hmm. In- that builds the, the, the foundation for insecurity. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, like you start losing yourself. Insecurity, that's just a pathway, a gateway to depression. Like, no bullshit.
0: And then comparison is deep of joy. So you're, comparison yourself, you're compares, comparing yourself, you're comparing yourself to yeah. this person and now you can't find joy within yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it it just doesn't work. You gotta learn how to be okay with the life that you're living, be okay in your skin, be okay, be confident in what you do and the reason that you're doing it. So that's a really good message. Y'all should
1: take that away from us. Absolutely. <laughs> Being in, you, you're giving gems a day. Yeah. That's the whole reason. So <laughs> when did you start working with James? I started working with James. Alright, no. Champagne on the system. I gotta I gotta stay stay right with the dates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, yeah, more than likely was twenty.
0: And wait how so did you guys meet, you guys met through Ken
1: yeah I met him through Ken ironically I was Ken's roommate before I even got musically involved with any of oh okay yeah so I was freshman year me and Ken stayed the same he used to be literally getting off the ground like starting to make beats mm-hmm. I had no interest in music at all. But I would walk in his room and he'd be making beats. This is a story I would have to tell people like 30 years from now. (laughs) (laughs) I used to walk in his room and he'd be making beats and he'd be like showing me different sounds. I'm seeing how he's like accumulating like his different styles, getting better at it, curating. I was like, man, that's pretty cool. Like, I didn't see any self like, like, like self like involvement with that though. Mm -hmm. I never really, at that point in time, ironically. But it's just over time, like, I think he, uh, Right around the pandemic, he was just one of those people who took interest in the music. Like, I started to show to other people, because it was really like a small crowd, I ain't not my music. Yeah. It just slowly expanded. I was fine with that. That's that's why it's, it's as busy, big as it is now, because I feel like I didn't mind, like, taking a slow route. Yeah, a slow road. Um, yeah, like, I don't have to be, like, like rich and famous, like, tomorrow. Like, that's not my goal. It never was. Right. And so just because of that, I learned to appreciate every step. With every step, it just very much was like confirmation for me that I was doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really tripping about like how much time it would have took. I just know I started realizing that it was moving way faster. <laughs> then you could have. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Like I, it was to the point where I could control it. So i was like, all right, and I'm fine. Like, I ain't tripping. It's gonna do what it do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just let it run its course. Yeah. That's all it was. But yeah, me, me, uh Ken Ken introduced me to James. Um I had no idea who James was. <laughs> James the third. All, at all. Like, but when we linked up, um it was like the most natural,
0: most natural like connection ever built. Like. Yes, he has that about him. Yeah. You know? Like he that's a <laughs> gift. He has that about Everybody who comes around him is like. He's just so cool. Like, how can you not? You know what I mean? He just makes everybody feel comfortable. Because it's crazy because the same thing is like when I, I can't tell you, I know that we met through Ken, but I can't tell you when exactly or when we even started realizing how close we were. Like, it was just like, I met him and then we're like, oh, we're like best friends. I don't know what happened in between that, but
1: it's been some years and we still like this. I find solace in that a lot. Building connections with people, even like when you don't like know them, for real. Mm-hmm. You know, like, sometimes it be just the right person. You mm-hmm. just can trust that. Like it's something about that trust, that all that divine connection. Like that shit that shit is enriching. It's soul. It's, it's soul enriching. Yeah, it's like people. You'll be around people who really don't like that, like at all. Yeah. <laughs> you won't even realize it. you'd be in the wrong space. Like you're just in the wrong space. Like mm-hmm. you gotta, gotta move. You gotta relocate in order to. Allow yourself to grow because sometimes you be watering dead plants, so you be around the wrong people.
0: I'm learning that too. Discernment is really big in my life right now. Like, I I notice I'm the type of person to hang on to people for longer than I should because of comfortability. Really, if I'm being honest, it's just I'm comfortable. I know this person; they know me, but I know I'm not supposed to be here. But now I'm learning like discernment. Like, you where you going? You cannot stay here. You gotta move. We
1: still.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: We don't know too much. We
0: like, don't know. A lot of the,
1: a lot of people we be around, we be trauma bonded. Yeah, it like, don't even be real. Exactly,
0: don't exactly. Even be real today.
1: And
0: and then you wonder why when you hang out with them, you don't feel good. Your head hurting, Your stomach hurts. You
1: go home and you be like, hey, fuck. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like you be you be
0: drained. You feel worse than you did before you went. Yeah, then you gotta
1: spend like two three days
0: in crib. Yeah,
1: you be in the crib trying to understand like why am I tripping? Yeah, why am I depressed? <laughs> I feel all uh, messed up. Like, yeah. bro, I need to cope. Yeah. So when
0: you, okay, so I'm sorry, but when you um when you started working with James and y'all started working together musically, what was that like? Because I've heard from his like like I said, him and I have been best friends for a while. So I've heard from him like he was telling me about you. Like, mm-hmm. do you know who Will is? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, he's good. Like, he raps, but he's good. Because I know at one point, um just being in the environment that we were in and grambling, yeah. James was working with a lot of people who was, if I'm being honest, who's was bullshitting, like, yeah. you know? And so when he had came across working with you, he was like, no, he's actually good, like, he has got it <sighs> going on. So what was that like, y'all first
1: session together? Um, I don't even know like how he felt then, but me personally around that time, I was still like in a rookie mindset, still like, well, mm-hmm. I'm like, alright, I got to take this mind. I came in there and I'm just like, all right, I'm on straight shits today. <laughs> Whatever you got, throw it at me. I'm hopping on it. I'm freestyling and I'm coming in here without any bars, but I leave with like three, four, five songs. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was just the work ethic. Like, I think that really astonished people. Um, I'm fully dedicated to what I do.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like, hundred percent. Like, every time doing through any studio session, I. Probably go to more studio sessions than the average human. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just off the, just just off the strength. Like, because that's how I feel about what I do. I really love it like that much. Like that much. Like, I really love doing music. Like, it's yeah. not about the love for it as much as like how much it does for me. Like, making music keeps me sane. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot function without making music. So therefore, when I got in, like you know, in the circle with James. And Ken and and whoever was involved over there, Um, I looked at it. I was mellow, a little competitive, but at at the same time, I just, like, enjoyed being in that environment. It was something that that helped me nurture my own creativity and my own understanding for self. I was still figuring out who I was. was, uh, A long time period where, like, I was still in the military and doing the music. I was just like separating slowly. Yeah. I felt both sides of me just like pulling, like tugging away. And then eventually I got out the military. And it, was the <laughs> it was the best thing I ever did. It was the best thing I ever did. Thank decision. you for your service. Yeah. thank You for your service. <laughs> but that was a time period, but I ain't gonna lie. It taught me so much. Even just the experience of leaving. Like, um, I realized when. True calling was um, James got to witness the whole thing. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And you was, were a
0: baby, right? Like you were the the youngest yeah, out of that whole group.
1: Quite honestly, like, yeah, literally the youngest. But it's like with life, I've always been the youngest. Like around who I've been around, like I used to hang around old heads all the time. That's why like I got such a such a uh, uh, older demeanor like about myself. Probably I don't know, but I, I can honestly the most that just is how I am because I'm an old soul, uh-huh. <laughs> but. Yeah, like being with James, uh, I was just always hungry, especially when I had time, I never stopped. My hunger never really like went down. I still worked the same. Like When I was working by myself, I did a lot. When I was with James, I did a lot. When I was with Greg, I did a lot. Even now with Ken, I do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, being around them, I feel like they helped them and it helped me. Yeah. We sharpen our iron, you know what I'm saying? Being Being with them, it allowed me to see the capacity of how far it could go, even if we was just in that motherfucker talking with no,
0: no, that's important. Like, okay. I'm telling you, I sat in on these conversations, and they were, I don't even do music. And I was like, damn, we, y'all, we finna go crazy.
1: G, <laughs> am trying like, to I'm you. not, I'm not even in it. i was
0: like, yeah, we finna go yeah. crazy.
1: You feel it, though. Like, yeah. the energy, when we talking mm-hmm. like that, though, It'd be genuine. Like that's yeah. that's what's scary about it to me, cause that's what gave me patience. I was like, okay, but we talking about it. This is real. Mm-hmm. Like this is like this is actually like not fathomable. But, but it was like at the same time, I could see it. I the vision like
0: it's I'm that talking. confirmation, yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm exactly where I need to be. Exactly.
1: You know what I'm saying? And it literally like only trickles down to like manifesting your actual reality. Like I feel like we very much created everything that's been going on like over time just by continuously working towards it and talking about it. Working towards it and talking about it. Hand in hand. And And two you can't
0: and then having a community of people who Mm -hmm. are pouring into each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have an environment and a community of people who are constantly affirming you and speaking life into what y'all are doing. That's important too.
1: Find your soul group. That's (laughs) that's your people. Find your people. Without that, you would really be lost. It's not like me, but because some people do. Some people don't need it, but I, I feel like me personally, the way I felt at the time, I didn't feel like I needed it. Uh-huh. But I did. Looking back, it's like that definitely helped. Oh, it did so yeah. much for me. I was able to learn so much from them. And they learned so much from me at the same mm-hmm. time. We needed each other. Like, even even in, in like outside of the music, like these are my best friends. Yeah, These are my best my brothers, like this is not like just people who I say like any old people I just met in my life, like really went through thick and thin. The
0: trenches and <laughs> You feel
1: me? Like this is not no joke. I you can't even put it the words churches. for people for real. Yeah. Like really going to this like just being out there in that environment, like there was a lot going on, like all the time. So having that safe haven of just confiding in my friends definitely saved me. <laughs> and they
0: saw on the and then on top of that they on the same mission as you too yeah. you know ain't no hating ain't no we trying to climb on top of each other it's like we we all trying to get there no matter who get there first
1: yeah like, I really appreciate that over time like, even with me and my roommate Should like he, he was like really one of the first people I saw making music that inspired me to like actually do it myself yeah. and take it serious because I remember when I was in um, Technical training. First time I actually was behind a microphone. It was from one of my friends, Fresh. I was in a uh, literally. I think we was like in between, like just doing a bunch of stuff. It was I had like not too many friends when I was out there. He was from New York. Um, he still yeah, you know, like he's still in the military, I believe. But um, he was like, yeah, of course. I'm. I was like,
0: are you joking? Like <laughs> me.
1: First of all. I'm not even comfortable doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, I didn't even like the sound of my voice at that time. Like mm. obviously I didn't did remotely write any music ever before then. But I like even with that, like I didn't care for what I did. It was the fact that I did it. Yeah it helped me see that it was possible. You know? I'm mm. I, I be thinking about that to this day. Like, and what if you never ever put me behind that mic that one time? Mm-hmm. But like, you know, bigger than that, you fall in the line.
0: And isn't it crazy how, so I'm listening, and I'm listening to how you were roommates with Ken at the time, no interest in music, and then Ken and James, like how everything just kind of works itself out when you put yourself in a position to really fulfill your purpose, and it's like, dang, every and even how I know you, how I know James, how I know Ken, like, it's like a, a web, you mm-hmm. know?
1: Yeah, and I think it's important to talk about that, because people get on uh, people get on you know, platforms and just talk about themselves and stuff.
0: Yeah, right? like, like, it's a team effort. It's a lot that, it's a team. I gotta give y'all the background. For real. Yeah, that's why I always say, like, I like to start the podcast by letting people know how I know everyone, because it really is, It it's important. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's like a web. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this person at this time, like, I knew Ken since freshman year, again, had no idea who James was. He introduced me to James some years later. Can't tell you how James and I got close, but we did. We're still close to the day. I mm-hmm. met you. I met Dre. Dre. I met outside of them, but Dre's even one of my close friends. That's like my brother. Right. Yeah. And we're all somehow in this. Me and Dre got
1: even closer through this past yeah. year. Like it was just so much going on. Like everybody, I feel like I got a chance to really get close with. Like I just said, like everybody, like throughout the time period. Me, me and me and. Greg were together every day for a while. Me and Ken was together every day for a while, mm-hmm. and James and Dre, like everybody, and should like. I didn't spend the most time with everybody. I think like that's me, my personal
0: <laughs>
1: People could say otherwise, and I'm fine with that. But that's truly what I believe.
0: I see. I see. Okay, so let's get into the music. Okay. Um, how many projects do you have out right now?
1: Mm. Hold on. Cause it's a lot. It's really a lot. I got two separate pages too. I have Willie's interlude. that's the, the, the page that I started out with. I, everybody's an artist. I don't know how they view, how they do their music and how they structure it, but I'm very analytical and very much like, I'm a critic of my own like, discography, like ridiculously. So after like, I took some time to myself and stopped dropping for a second, I made a new page. Now, this came from even like dealing with James, I write. Um, I dropped three projects under Willie's Interlude and in a couple scenes, but the last project I dropped on Willie's Interlude page was the Willie Love project. Now, that's what birthed the artist that you're speaking to today. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, so, now you got to say all that again? While we film?
1: <laughs> We're not filming? Oh, wait.
0: No, we just... Talk- yeah. Well, I was going to ask the question again. All right, we'll probably- Oh, well, I'm still rolling. So oh, okay. I've been rolling for like since when... Um, since it stopped? Okay. Pretty much since she came in. Like, I just started recording Okay, well, again. we could just cut when I answer the phone. Sure. And then you could pick back up what, what you just said. Yeah, yeah. I'll fix that in post. Okay, so... How many projects was it, though, in total?
1: Three on that page. Four. Seven. Seven total.
0: Okay, and do you have a favorite right
1: now? A favorite project. Um, my favorite project by me is on release. Okay, fair
0: enough, fair enough. And so, when did you start getting traction? Traction on TikTok.
1: Um, misconception to a lot of people, it took a little time. Everybody, (laughs) everybody think it was just like overnight. No, I literally. Went through the phase of getting like no views, and I just was like thugging through it. I didn't care. Like, oh, mm-hmm. man, people gonna see it. They're gonna see it regardless. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I have a lot of patience. I think that's what made me different than a lot of people. Like, but uh, I can't. I think I think it was like around 20, like end of 2021, maybe like even beginning. I was like just thinking like, okay, nobody's gonna post music to my TikTok sounds. I have to do it myself. Yeah, and I was completely fine with that. Like, i think uh, over time like i just accumulated, like if i do at least 50 to a sound myself one gonna, of them yeah boom. like people gonna start obviously catching on and, like people but i was like i did it so differently than other people i was not just like making regular tiktoks i was just being myself and like really really like just showing people the music i would talk about them first of all i didn't post tiktoks with any other sounds other than my own music mm-hmm. I still do that to this day because it's like even with my Instagram or like I don't even post on TikTok. I mean uh, Snapchat like that or like Twitter for real. Like my social media is completely devoted to my music. Like really completely. I don't really talk about my chills.
0: Yeah. (laughs) As as you should.
1: I mean I don't really care for social media too heavy like as far as like the aspect of what it represents. So like I use it for the tool that it is. Mm -hmm. And I see what it has done. Like I'm not gonna Nah, yeah, nah, it it, it's, it, it, it helps. Just <laughs> put money in my pocket right it, now, <laughs> yeah. it's definitely opening up the doors that I need to walk through. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can I definitely uh definitely look at it as like a positive effect that it had over time. Like, but it was like like round maybe like t- right before I dropped the Burning Bush. The Burning Bush came out May 20th, the day before my birthday last year. Now leading up to that. January, between January and May. That's when I started really like taking it serious. I think like right around the beginning of the year. Um, I would post like maybe f- sometimes it would be like five times a day. Um just heavy. Like I was looking at it an aspect is like if I oversaturated it with like you know, you, you damn you gotta annoy motherfuckers. Like it ain't nothing wrong with being like uh, a heckler when it comes to like your own. I like, Just watched it. What yeah. <laughs> like, What you mean? I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm bugging. No, this is me. I'm gonna like, post as much as i post as much as I want. And what? What? What's gonna happen from that? You can block me. You're gonna
0: follow me. You
1: know. Literally, I'm fine with that. What does that do? It literally allows you to weed out the people who don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's the best part about that. And I'm cool with making people mad. I never really was a people person. <laughs> but I knew the people who would stick around from that. They stuck around for a reason. Like, yeah. Oh, you really like it. Like, okay, then I need you on my team. That, exactly.
0: You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna show
1: love to you just off the gristle of you showing love because I like, didn't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, people show love. and yeah. That's like really what I base my career off of, like the love that was community. Like, as far as like my TikTok goes, like I don't look at it as, like just an opportunity to just blast my face to people. Like, yeah. Screens. It was like literally making friends. Like I got. to, a lot of producer friends, a lot of artist friends, just off of being on that platform, using it to my best abilities to like just connect with people all across the world. I got friends in Switzerland, <laughs> <laughs> like real life, like people all across the country, like, all across the world, like overseas, it's just people who really tapped in, like really enjoyed the the sound of the type of music like, I make. I make music for very introspective people, people yeah. who like to sit and listen, like really, like you're not gonna really like. Get the full experience of my music until like the fifth time because you're like, Oh, like, dude, yeah, you really, you really gotta let it sit in. Your like, you're gonna enjoy it off the first list, don't get me wrong, it's not, ass. but it's like <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you're gonna really start to gain understanding, you're, like, oh. you're gonna gain real understanding when you start to break down the encryptions of the lyrics and, and, and listen to the beat for what it really means because music is spiritual, it's not it's not something that you play. With. This is serious, <laughs> yeah, for sure. The message you put in your music
0: is important. It's important, for sure. And so, what... You have a new project Mm -hmm. coming up soon. God is Love. God is Love. What's
1: What's the inspiration
0: behind God is Love?
1: Everything we just talked about. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. And it makes it so easy to jump right into it because it's like a segue point. God is Love, it represents the community. It represents... Alignment. What we sharing, like, you know what I'm saying? What we doing right now, this is, this is literally the experience of love. Like, nobody came here because it was forced, everybody came here because they wanted to. Um, everybody agreed to be in the space, everybody is very much, you know what I'm saying, like, connected, supported. Yeah, supported. You feel it, like, it's genuine. Mm-hmm. That's what God is love. God is love is like, you could look at it in a way very simply, but you also can at it very very much indefinitely at the same time like love is God God is love now, one thing I know for sure we know nothing of what God looks like Yeah. but we share in love and yeah. that's what we understand as for God to be that love that he put here for us to share it and without that it's darkness mm-hmm. uh, confusion um, very much strife confliction whatever you want to call it uh, But this project represents... The opposite. Yes, very much the opposite. And you could look at it as, oh, it's just a bunch of positive music. No, not necessarily. It's like, it's direction. Like, music is gems. Like, God is Love is about really listening to me talk about what it's to be like really in love with your passion. Like, I want to inspire others not to just, of course, make music, but like, really find what is for you. And be it a hundred, a hundred percent, because that's what I think the real meaning of life is—to is give love and, and and do what you love. And without that, you lose your enrichment for your soul. Like that's what allows people. It, it makes people bitter. It makes people, um, yeah. people not like themselves. And in a reflection of that, other people don't like them. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it starts with yourself. Um. So you must find what really feeds and nurtures your your creativity, your inner child. Um, and that's what I do every day. Like, I, I live life as a, a grown adult, but a, a kid. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I be having fun, bro. whatever I'm doing, I'm making fun out of it. I think that's what people miss missing out there. That's what the project is, it's supposed to represent that.
0: Okay, and so you've had, a business. And it's fly as fuck
1: too though. Like, don't don't forget that part. Okay, don't forget that.
0: So you had a trip recently to New York mm-hmm. in regards to the project. Right? Uh
1: yeah, in regards to the project and some bigger things. That's like
0: what I'm that. saying. I'm not gonna talk. am we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna get too much yeah. into your business. Yeah. But um so what was that like was that your first business trip what as it comes to your music?
1: Um or no? Basically like in full regards, yes. I would I would I would agree yes.
0: Okay. And so what was that like? Like you you got to work with some other creators, I'm assuming, some mm-hmm. other artists, producers, videographers. Yeah, what was that like? Is yeah. that like a what the hell is my life right now? <laughs>
1: it, it felt very uh very forked, very um very unreal. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh for me personally, I feel like I I I enjoyed the experience the way I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Because I looked at it as my like, it was an opportunity to just enjoy like doing what I love in a different space with different people, more people involved, more people. Like, what, what, what I was so more shocked me is that people actually give a shit. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, I was so removed from, um, like just the outside world or doing what I do, like with the music and being with other people and letting them be in that world. Like, it was different because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't. All these ideas stem from the brain. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? For people to actually partake in in discussions with me about the future of what just began as a thought, like a mere morsel of an idea, is mind-boggling. Okay, wait, pause. Battery's low. Mm. (laughs) Glad
0: you called that. Yeah. (laughs) It's all good though. Here you go. How much time have we got? I mean we were already have like what forty-five minutes. Oh yeah. We still have a little bit of time, which I need to do this. Reset this battery real fast. Okay, here we go. That's why I brought this just in case. I told y'all, I'd be paranoid about the audio going out, so I'm like looking. <laughs> you can still keep going, I'm gonna have to figure it. Yeah, this one looks like the
1: batteries are dying now. Dang, I'm running through these double A's. I
0: just put them on today. Yeah. This ain't no jumper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Shoot, we better no jumper. That's what you I'm saying. saying. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's no what number. I'm this saying. No jumper. This better no jumper.
1: Because we. This we is ain't for the no. people. Because we ain't got no... No racist.
0: <laughs> Here yeah, you go. Yeah. We should be all set.
1: All right, okay. There we go. Wherever the hell we
0: left off. We were at um, New York. You were talking yeah, about yeah, you yeah, were at yeah. New York, and you were um, seeing. Uh, you very euphoric. Yeah. That was a euphoric experience.
1: First, I would, I would like to talk about just how much I love New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Chicago, but we got a lot in common. Like just the speed, the, the, uh, the rhythm of the culture. I was always very much infatuated with just like the culture of New York, just because that's always what I've been into. I feel like I—that's I, like my calling, like my type of space, the type of environment. Um, Hip hop was birthed in New York.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, off, off that alone, I had to be. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had, to, I had to go see about it myself. So I, you felt at home. Yeah. Uh... I felt very much at home. I was very like, very like familiar with it. I also studied New York obviously like over time like so like being out there was definitely like it was like it was like that first hit. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> that very first hit like, that's what it felt like. So like I got there like super late at night. It was um probably like 12, in one in the morning. How long were you there? I was there for about five days and going back for a week though, um in July.
0: Okay, so what can you tell us about the New York trip? As far as maybe collaborations or he's like, not, nah, not much. Huh? I could
1: tell you. I, I, I mean, got, you I don't got have to. Ju-
0: Whatever you um, tell you
1: know. Um, I got a joint with Bishop Nuru.
0: Okay.
1: Um, that's coming out on the next project. I got some collaborations with Kulyante. That's my guy. He I met him through James.
0: I've seen some stuff on Instagram. He's nice. Yeah, he's tough. Yeah. Don't play with him. <laughs> uh,
1: cool, Beyonce. Uh, as far as like other collaborations, more so with a bunch of producers. Okay. Um, I know the next trip is going to be even more crazy, just cause, just cause. Just cause, okay. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, I did a lot of work out there too. Like I shot three music videos. Three music videos are coming out. Um, I did several studio sessions. With those studio sessions, a lot of work came out of that. So, just a lot of work. Like, I haven't dropped any music this year. In contrast to how much I've been dropping music over the last three. For the next drops to be, like, the most biggest. Yeah. Like, for that reason. like These is going to be, like, life-changing in my eyes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's no longer, like. Play oh, play. <laughs> yeah. play. Okay. No more jokes. It's game's it's game's over, play Yeah. So wait, when? Get to the real shit.
0: Do you have a release date for God Is Love? Well? Or no? July. July. Okay. Let me just say July. July. Summertime. Summertime. July. Okay. Mm. So, is there anything else that we didn't hit on quite yet? We got a little bit of time. Mm. Anything you want to? Okay. Here's another question. When people listen to God is Love, I know we kinda of touched on it, but like what's something that you want them to receive from it, from you, from Willie Nobs? Um what's the takeaway?
1: I feel like what I want people to receive from it the freedom in it. Okay. Um, I say that more than anything. It, I like to break rules. <laughs> I like to um but at the same time I want you to see the work ethic every put towards. It. Like, I did several projects. I'm really good at just making music and just making it fast. And like, even at the same time when making it super duper fast, I'm, I'm very good at like structure. I'm very structured. perfectionist like yourself. Um, I'm a heavy critic of myself. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I will write like four verses and like scrap three of them and then like build off of those three right, and like somehow twist them into something different. He like, the way I can do music is so like uncharted. Like, you would never understand it through words. But as far as like for this project, I want people to see like just like in every other project that I have released before the elevation. Not only that, but um, the genius in it. <laughs> like, cause it's like it's really I, I did my best to like make it something that I feel is like not just professional. Cause I do everything. with professionalism I believe but um truly view it as a movie like an experience like the, the project God is Love is like it's not just music to me um, as far as everything else I've done and I know it's better in my view but hell it gives a shit what I think you know everybody, yeah. everybody gonna have their own opinion but um God is Love is it's been a, a wrap-up of five to six months of work being done in contrast to where I used to do projects in three weeks yeah and, and people would still receive well. but um five to six months <laughs> a lot has happened <laughs> yeah a lot has happened in five to six months yeah um, for me to take that long to make a project is just something totally different for me um I feel like God's love is going to really like be my magnet opus <laughs> cap uh-huh. so I want people to receive it well obviously but more so as like an experience and not just another project people get because it's like to me it's rare um, yeah it's a lot of music that's coming out today it's a lot a lot of oversaturated like just different tones different um, different frequencies I don't I'm putting out a different frequency with the this, with this project It's a lot different than the industry take a lot different than even the underground, like I'm separating myself from both. That's yeah. my whole view. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of at the precipice of both of them. Like my music appeals to to a vast majority of like different groups. Like I didn't hear people tell like it was a joke to me at first, but some dude really commented on my TikTok. I was like, yo, bro, my grandma put me on your shit. <laughs> and I was like, what? Nigga, he bullshit. But it's like I had posted on Instagram. He slid up. He was like, "I was, I was this." <laughs> like, but that's no, insane. Girl, that's so dope. Yeah. And then like my little brother, I go home. He be like, I was watching your story one time. He's like, hey, "That's Willanova. He's like, hey, "That's my brother." Like, Willanova's your brother. Like, so it's like even little kids listen. Yeah. This. Like, obviously, people my age relate to it. But it's it's the um. I, I view myself as ages. Like souls don't have an so for any congregation of ages to relate to it or, or feel as if they can take part of what's I'm um, putting out in the world, it means a lot. And more than that, I know that it's a reflection of what this next project is about to be about. This is so much more than just just me talking about myself. People find ways to relate to my music in so many different ways, um, even beyond the curation and how I structure how each song flows into the next song. Or um, how the beat makes you feel like people just AJ we high like, mm-hmm. like this is ear crack, bro. It's nice. yeah just- <laughs> ear crack. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, like I old people receive it is like a genuine experience that's like outside of just music. Like you, you could you could look at it as if, like that's why it's something to offer, not just me telling people, hey, go listen to my music. So I want you to like I want you to like me. Like, yeah, don't, I don't care if you like me or not. Like I want this to be. That's why I feel like a lot of people know my name or like and don't really know me for real like just because of the music and like but because they know my music they know me uh-huh. and that is the connection itself like without me being as authentic and raw and, and, and honest in my music it wouldn't be that
0: yeah, yeah. okay so what can we expect from you in the future, or where do you see yourself in the
1: next couple of years, next year, even? I see myself on a whole lot of, <laughs> like, a whole lot of rapper shit. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of, like, just, like, well endowed, like, very much just everything I've been on times 12. Like, I always said that before, but it's like, this it just means even more in the point that I am in life now. Because it, it, it sounds much different saying it today, in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, contrast to like how conversations is just to be in solitude with me and my homie james <laughs> yeah me and james are talking we're talking about all this shit we're going to do in the future and like i'm literally in it right now doing it yeah doing living it. It. it so it's like we're just thankful to god
0: okay is there anything else you want to talk about i think we hit every month yeah that's it that was great. Thank you for coming on. We can't wait to see what you have going on you in the so future. Much. We're gonna be looking out for God is love. We're gonna God make sure to tag love. your Instagram so people can go follow.
1: That's also an affirmation. Like, I'm forcing people to just say God is love. Like, honestly, like, mm-hmm. you know, gotta really. Yeah. Tell it, but, but like saying God is love is like, you are saying it, you know, it makes you resonate with it mm-hmm. regardless. Like, it's a trick. <laughs> <laughs> <He manipulates me laughs> up. at
0: least he's doing it with god yeah. we love that but yeah thank you guys for tuning in for on this episode of on the come up with kg y'all make sure to go follow look out for goddess love and we'll see you guys on next week's episode lenovo with two
1: wives always two wives yeah
0: bye-bye like that was. That was <laughs>